0: Welcome, 239 Uncensored, and hey, we're back, and in the studio with me is the Mark Baker. What's up, Mark? All right, all
1: right, all right. It's good to be back. It's good to see you again, my friend.
0: Yeah, it's good. Um, I apologize. We've been out on, uh, I've been out on vacation for, uh, actually, since the early part of September, so we didn't intend on, you know, having such a lapse on the podcast. Uh, I got up on vacation, and some of you may know that when I was on vacation, my dad passed away when we went to Maine. And, uh, you know, obviously a terrible thing for me, but I think I, f- I feel pretty good about it because over the last couple of years, as we talked about in the previous podcast, my dad had Alzheimer's and when he went up there, he actually was happy the day he passed away and the way things worked out, it. it it was good. We got to visit and, and be with some friends.
1: It was really incredible. You know, I listened to the podcast, you talking about your dad and, and bringing him down here. And you know, that's a, that's a burden. I mean, let's face it, you know, when, when our parents get older, sometimes it can be a burden and the way people accept it. I know you, you took it right in and, and, uh, made the best of it and, and kind of turned Maynard on to social media. And he, he became kind of a, he had a cult following going on down there. I mean, it was, it was the life and times of Maynard Jarrett. Uh, So it's good that you got to go back up there and take him home. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that he passed away. But I think as we discuss this, you know, this is going to be one of those heartfelt podcasts where, you know, you really reflect and look at the time that we take for granted.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I had the opportunity, which I don't think a lot of people have, and sometimes they don't maybe appreciate. And I think the reason why I appreciate it more is everybody told me, Listen. If you can, you know, have your dad with you, and you can be around and be with your dad, uh, it'll be time that you'll always appreciate every oh. every minute of it. So, and that was the case. I mean, it just it was time that I probably would have never spent with him if I didn't get put in that position to oh, do that.
1: Absolutely. And when I say, you know, everybody has a similar or a different situation. Everybody's different. You know, some people look at. It, as a burden you know it kind of stops your pace your everyday life and you have to make changes and how you accept that and the way you accepted taking him and doing things with him and getting him out of the house and you know I look back and 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 you got to take the time because as I look back when my mom passed away as you know in uh 2019 right after I retired and I looked back and I kept saying, Mom, when I retire, you know, I want you to come down. She came down after Hurricane Michael. Uh, She stayed with us. I wanted her to stay. Um, She wanted to go back home and be with her church family and her neighbors that she loved and and adored. And so I kept saying, Mom, when I retire, though, I'll have the freedom to come get you and bring you down and take you, you know, back home to your homestead. And then all of a sudden, Tim, time just slipped away. And you had that fortunate event that come along to where you embraced it. I mean, really, I, I was envious in certain ways, and I really felt good for you that the way you just accepted your dad and took him out everywhere, and he was just... he Well, I've known him for quite a while because I met him years ago, and I loved him. I mean, he is just a great man, and you got to do some incredible things with him that you'll cherish forever. It's, it's sad the, that he passed away, but I think as you reflect and start looking now at the time you did have... You're gonna really cherish those moments. Yeah, thank you. And again, you're right. I, I,
0: I used to take him everywhere with me, and he, and some of you might know or heard see my dad on Facebook. He had no idea what Facebook was, (laughs) and uh, I would take a picture of him. He's kind of a ham, you know. He's always like laughing, and 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 anything I'd tell him to do, he'd do it.
1: What was new? Yeah, I mean, I, I kept telling my mom. My mom would say, "Send me pictures," and I would be like. Oh my gosh, Mom, I have to download them off my phone and print them and put them in the mail. I said, Mom, let me get you an iPad, let me get you a tablet, let me get you, you know, a computer. You know, I could email them to you and she would print them out on email, maybe grainy pictures. But you know, Maynard kind of got caught up in the holy crap, this is instantaneous right now. And then he wanted to see the comments, didn't he?
0: Oh yeah, he loved that. <laughs> he loved it. he had no idea that when you sent a picture or took a picture that it was actually gonna be Put out and published like within seconds. Oh, my, like, mom,
1: my mom still had a 35 millimeter, right? We where you, where you had to take the film to Walmart, you know, and turn it in, and then you go get yeah. it. And mom's cut my head off, you know, or their thumbs in the way. And I'm like, Mom, look at look at my phone. Let me get you this tablet. You can see them instantaneously, and we can publish. We can send them on this platform of Facebook, Instagram, you know, all these things. And once your dad found out, it was kind of funny because he wanted to know how many likes he got, didn't he? Oh yeah, he, he got a <laughs> lot of
0: likes, and then who was comp- commenting, and it was great. So a little rundown of of kind of what happened. We we left here on vacation. Um, we got a great opportunity to go to Atlanta. We got to uh, meet with my daughter Karina. We stayed at her house. It was kind of funny too because we stayed at her house. My dad, of course, he's he's the, the king, right? For so sure. he gets to sleep in the 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 real Master. bedroom, yeah, yeah. And I was sleeping on the the air mattress, and and my daughter was sleeping on the couch. So in the morning. Um, we were, like, ready to leave, and we started to take the air out of the air mattress, and my dad jumps on the air mattress. Next thing you know, we empty the air mattress, and he's laying on a bare floor, but he's laughing his butt off, and the dog's having fun with him. So we had a great trip there. Then we went up, and uh, we got to visit with his sister, who is a nun in oh, Long, yeah. Long Island, New York. I met Sister Mona. Sister Mona. I love Sister Mona. We had a great time up there. My dad... I had to get a shower one morning. I go, hey, put your clothes on. You know, <laughs> no, These nuns haven't seen any naked people run around in a long time, and we don't want to start now. Oh, man. And of course, my dad loved that, and he joked, and it was it was pretty cool. Then we moved up to uh, uh, New Hampshire. My good friend Dan up there, He, uh, you know, we stayed there, and we had some Humpty Dumpty potato chips because my dad oh, yeah? used to work there. And we yep. took a couple of really good pictures, and we went out for a really cool ride in
1: a, a Mustang 5.0 convertible, Dan's oh, convertible. He, your dad was a car guy. Oh yeah, he loved those cars. He had the convertible Beamer, the little two seater. Oh, He'd yeah. be flying around Bangor <laughs> Maine like
0: nobody's business. <laughs> he loved it. He loved it. Then we finally made it our way back up to uh, up to Bangor where I'm from, and we actually he got to the house uh, on a Wednesday. Uh, he looked around the house, made sure everything was just how he left it. And, and for those of you who don't know, he came down to stay with me a couple years ago. My mother had a little bit of a difficult time, you know, taking care of him. And it was best for him at the time. So he got up there. He looked at the house. Everything was back where it was supposed to be. His car was good. He oh, was yeah. happy. He really was. He was happy. First thing he did is he went to sit in his big chair, turn on the fireplace, even though it was 80 degrees outside. Yep. But he was in his own place.
1: Yeah, he was in his environment. Yeah.
0: And then, so what we did is we planned for a trip up to northern Maine, which is in Caribou. And uh, it was great. We picked him up at 730. On Saturday, so it was a couple days later, he gets to have a couple good nights. We pick him up, we meet for lunch with about 12 of his buddies that are still alive, which, is, awesome. which is a dream, right? Yeah, for sure. So we, we meet with them, we have lunch, we do everything. We actually went to the cemetery where my grandparents, his parents, are, are buried, and uh, he looked at me and he goes, this is where I want my plaque, right in front of their, you know, the tombstone. Sure. And I said, Dad, that's awesome. I go, I joked with him. I go, let's wait for a little bit. Right. I said, let's let's not do this too quick. And he goes, no, 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 no. We won't do that. So after we left there, you know, he said a prayer, a couple things, you know, at, at the at the cemetery. Went to our, our really good friends, uh, Galen and Betty's house. Went over there, went to my cousin's, who happens to have the same name as mine. He was born a, a year later. We went and visited. And then about 630, we left. Caribou, Maine, and we drove home. And I said, "Hey, you know, have a great night." My dad's like, "Come on in for a little bit." And I, I, I kind of wish now. <laughs> obviously, I did. Um, I went back to the campground, and about seven thirty the next morning, my mom called me and said uh, my dad had passed in his sleep, uh, perfectly happy. She said the last thing he said was, "The bed is so comfortable, and the sheets are really, really cozy." So, nice. you know, so I say to myself, "How could it?" How could it be any better? If God came down and said, your dad's got 48 hours or 24 hours to live, what would you do? And I I would repeat the exact same thing. So God was looking out for me, had a little bit better plan. Obviously, coming back without him, coming home without him was, uh, you know, very, very
1: difficult. Yeah. And you, you reflect on everything. I mean, everything crosses your mind, and I thought it was interesting when you called me that morning, and we were talking, and, you know, we cried, we laughed, and, you know, we talked about, did he know? I mean, did did he did he sense this? Because it was, it was strange. You told me he packed certain items that he wanted to show his buddies, and he went up there, and he saw all his friends, and it was like, I'm back home, and, and he had, you know, a moment of clarity talking to him, and then once he was safe and secure and cozy, you know, he just he did it his
0: way. Yeah, you know what? I kind of think about it. Probably he knew that everything was where it was supposed to be.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So. And it, and it's I look back when you were telling me, of course, that morning on the phone. You know, I was crying. My, you know, my kids were like, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And, you know, I'm trying to gain my composure and and tell them and and you know just just memories just flood back about you know, when my sister passed away and my mom, same kind of thing. You know, my mom just said, I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm ready. And I said, mom, you know, you're going to heaven when you're ready, you go. And it was kind of funny because she kept saying, well, I can't go because my house is still not put back together from, from Hurricane Michael. And I said, well, I'm working on it. I mean, she would call, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're talking about, and sometimes I look back and I was really short with her because she was like, are they ever going to get my on and put on the back of my house? And I'm like. <laughs> mom, I'm working. I can't find nobody to do that job for, you know, that small. And when you were telling me the story about how Maynard made sure everything was in the house was right, uh, it it just flooded with emotions that the, the last day of her life, that day they were finishing her awning. They were putting it on. And she called me and said, I want to tell you some great news. And I said, well, what is it, mom? She goes, they're finishing my house. She goes, it's going to be complete and uh, my awning will be back on, and everything's put together now, and, and I'm so thankful for everything you did, you know, getting the house put back together, and the next morning, she passed away. I mean, just it's just one of those things where you go, she's lucid, she's talking, she's telling me everything about what's going on, and it's like she says she's ready to go, and I, and I told her, I said, Mom, if you're ready, go. You know, and it's almost like they they want to know you're safe and secure, and and the family's good, and everything's back, and then they just they know it's okay to let go. and And it's it's never easy though. I mean, it, the emotions still flood back, and and I know you and I have had these discussions and uh, cherish those times you had. And I, and I would tell people, no matter how annoying people <laughs> get, you know, kids, wives, husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, family, parents, grandparents, you just never know what's tomorrow's gonna bring or the next few seconds yeah uh,
0: yeah. that's the thing too with me I, the, the good thing about it is it's never the right time you know when is the right time I don't think it's ever I mean I if your parents live till they're 99 or 100 or 105 the day they pass away you know it's never gonna be okay I guess is right, what I'm saying right. the good thing though is I can say is I had I was fortunate two years ago when God gave me the opportunity to take care of my dad mm-hmm. and uh you know, I was I was fortunate to be able to go out and do some of the things that I've always wanted to. Because when I left home, I went to the military, I went to the police academy. I've been down in Florida for 35 years, yeah. and to have that opportunity over the last couple of years to you know just laugh and just watch him. And like you said, I think it's important because it's not always convenient. No, it's it's not convenient.
1: You got life happening, and it's happening at a fast pace, and you. Sometimes you just don't stop to take just yeah. five seconds. Yeah, and he would and he would see me working. You know, he'd be like, sure. "Hey, it's it's twelve o'clock at night. What are you doing behind
0: the computer?" Right. You know, he'd get up, and I'm like, uh, "You know, got to pay for everything. <laughs> this is how <laughs> things go." You know, and plus, my the, the way we we grew up is work. You know, let's work, and then we'll relax. We'll work hard yep. as hell, and we're gonna play hard that's as hell. True. You know, that's kind of how we that's kind of how we grew up. So, you know, having that upbringing and being able to do that. So, you know, not to preach or anything, but when your parents or like you said, your family or somebody, you know, needs you to step up, I think it's the best you can because do the best you can. Because I think what's going to happen is at some point they're not going to be there and you're going to maybe wish you could did a little bit more. I I mean, the stuff I did, I wished I could have did a little bit more. You know, I remember a couple of times and I had a little tears over it the other night. He's like, yeah, he wanted to go for a walk a couple times. I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it tomorrow. Right. I mean, not saying you can do it every time, but try to do it when you can, I
1: think. You know, my, my brother passed away a couple of years ago, and uh, it just it, it really crushed me. Now, he had suffered from brain tumors all his life, and, you know, it's the way we were raised that, you know, you rub dirt on it, you know, you come back from that, and, and, and he had suffered with them for quite a while, so when, and he had went... Big stretches. I mean, the first one he had when he was seventeen, and then they said, "Well, if it don't come back in five years, you're good." Fifth year, he got a, he had another brain tumor. Then he went for like twenty. I mean, they were spread out through his life. But the last one, I just, you know, I went and saw him at Shan's hospital, and, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, you, it's fine. You know, you we'll get through this. We'll get through this. Yeah, you, we'll get through it." And then he goes home. Uh, I went up there for Thanksgiving. I, I was fortunate to see my sister, my mom, my brother, all my kids, and everybody are in the same house, and. um you know, in December, he fell. He had a, he had a brain seizure, and in, in, in January, he passed away. I mean, I went up there. Uh, they called me and said, hey, you, you got to get home, you know, and, and I went up there, and I was fortunate. to, I say fortunate. I got there, and I got into ICU with him, and it was just he and I sitting there, and I don't know whether he could hear me. I, I took a picture of him because he had just all these wires coming out of his head to him. It was like oh, cr- heart-crushing. Yeah. And I sit there, and I read some devotional books to him about hunting, and I kept telling him that, hey, hang in there. You know, when I retire, I'm going to be retired in a couple of years. We're going to go hunting. Cause every time I'd call and say, Hey, why don't you go hunting with me? Why don't you meet me somewhere? He'd be like, oh, I got a business to run. You know, I got a family to run. And, and I'm like, well, that's all that's cool. But when I retire, I'm going to come get you and we're just going to go, you know, I want you to see the things that I've seen. And, and I sat there at the hospital bed and I said, you know, I just missed it. I should have just stopped and did it. And I did. And I should have made him do it. So, I mean, as you, as you look back, you can't. You can't undo the past. I mean, you can't you can't undo things. So you got to look at everything as an opportunity. And and even the guys I hang around with, you know, the the RRR gang, you know, they started teaching me a couple years ago. Hey man, you just got to do it. If your kids want to go camping, you just throw everything in the in the Rhino or in the Ranger and the four wheeler and go. Do it, man. And have- I'm like, oh, man, come on, man. I got firewood. I got my food. I got the coolers out. And they're like, you got to go, man. You got to go now because they're going to go off to college and they're going to start their own family and then life happens. And, you know, I, I just, I just looked at your situation with your dad and I heard your podcast and you talked about it and it was just heartfelt The, the good times and that podcast was done with no knowledge of what was going to no. transpire in this vacation. And you're like, Hey, I'm going to be gone for three weeks with my dad. You're like, I don't know, man, we're going to be in RV. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I got to get him up there. And, you know, we're going to go see his buddies and, And you just don't know what's going to happen, but all those times and the pictures that you were posting, you know, at the restaurant with Mm -hmm. all the fellows, and and you know that was just something that you'll always reflect on. Now you may say, "I wish I'd have done more," and you can't you can't go back. But the things you did do, you got to hold on to with everything you got. Mm -hmm. You know, you just got to hold on to. Yeah,
0: no, I appreciate that. Um, One thing is one thing is definitely true is I was going to wait till I retired before I got my RV. And I spent a healthy little chunk of money on that. (laughs) Well, it is a Mercedes. I mean, come on. (laughs) So I got the RV, and uh, I was gonna wait. I said, you know, and I, I, I'm out. I'm set. I'm out till June. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm retired in June. But if I would have waited, if I would have waited, I would have missed so much. And I was talking to a good friend of ours, and. He said That's, He goes, that freaking thing is paid for. He goes, it's paid for. In your mind, that oh. RV is paid for. I go, you're damn right. I over and put, over again. I could put that thing in a lake right now, and it wouldn't even matter. I'd pay the bill forever because it's time that I was with him, the memories that I'll never get back, or I'll never forget, I should say. And the fun times we had, you know, and we, we had drug him around with me. I mean, I don't know if he liked it that much, but
1: listen, your dad's been fun for many, many years, way before he started developing Alzheimer's. I can remember going up there with you and teaching and uh, going to Dice Hearts and doing a little downtown Maine and, and, and come in and he'd say, what, What'd y'all do last night? What'd y'all do last night? I mean, he, he wanted to be in the action. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. those times are just something else. You know, I started journaling. Uh, When the kids were little, you know, writing things down, because you forget. And uh, I even started talking to my dad before he passed away, and my mom, too. I would say, Mom, write down the military bases you you went to and and, and where you visited and and relatives. You know, you lose kind of track of that. And I started journaling for the kids. Now, of course, they don't want to read them now, but they may want to read them in the future But just taking that time, you know, now you got Facebook, you can go back and look at pictures and you got them in storage in the cloud and all that kind of stuff. But those memories of just writing down what you did because the mind, you'll start slipping.
0: Sure. sure. And,
1: you know, you won't be able to, I just read an article about Alzheimer's and dementia, how, you know, you should, when people are talking about the past, let them talk about it and ask them about those events of that time period that their mind's in right now. You know, because that's things that you may not have ever heard before. You know, they've always tried to, well, no, it's 2020 and, you know, this is what's going on right now. And, and they're like, they don't understand that. They're a little bit disoriented and confused. And the article said, hey, talk to them about what they want to talk about. Get in their reality and don't try to bring them into yours. And Right, and I, right. I thought that was so interesting because... I'd listen to you, and you joke back and forth. Well, you know, Dad did this. Now, I don't, remember, I don't know if he remembers or not, but but he did this last night. And he went, he went on a little walkabout <laughs> yeah, around the house, yeah, make I, some phone calls, make some calls. Two o'clock, o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I would laugh, but I could sense by your voice, you're like, oh my god, I, you know, he's. I don't know if he's going to get outside or you know, and then he's he's looking for the bear in the neighborhood. And yeah. those those memories, though, Tim, that that will just last a lifetime. That you could, you know pass on to everybody in the form of podcast and with Karina and and everybody that just nobody experienced that but you
0: yeah no it's good I actually got some some audio with him I'm probably not going to bring it out this (laughs) one but I'll bring I asked my dad I go what are what are some of the animals that have you seen around our neighborhood you know living in Florida we got some animals right they are rabbits bears Women, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he goes women. I go, where does that come from? So I was just laughing. So I'll, I will, I will put that one in there at some point. But uh you know, it's it's been real good. And and the cool thing was, like, you know, we got to meet with his buddies, and right. he he knew them still. So I was very fortunate that he knew everybody and he knew me. And with today's age, I got thinking about. it. I mean, who really wants to see their parents? You know. In, in, in a nursing home at this point, unless they have to be there, you know, who wants to see that? And you know, maybe even if he did go to the hospital, I wouldn't be able to visit him if he got sick with COVID. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I think I think I was probably saved from a lot of things. Somebody, like I said, somebody above took care of me
1: oh, absolutely. And, and did what
0: they did when they did. and you know it's funny because we go, we, go we go to Maine, and we told them we are from Florida. And, like, the people in Maine were ready to, they were like, oh, you thought 14, you were like- ready to throw us in. And one lady's like, you've been quarantined for 14 days? I go, well, not really. She goes, well, you can't camp here. I'm like, I'm laughing. So when my dad passed, they, you know, they called for the doctor, and the doctor's in Florida, and they couldn't use her. But they they were bound and determined to get, like, you know, to find out in his blood, you oh, know, absolutely. if he had covid and uh, he was negative. He, right. he died of a, they said, a cardiac event. So he he fell asleep and never yeah. woke up. Didn't you know? recover. Yeah. You
1: talked about nursing homes a while ago. I remember my mom, you know, at, there come to a point, and looking back, I didn't accept the fact that, and I don't know if I didn't want to accept it, but she really couldn't care for herself. She was trying. She was tough, tough as nails. I mean, she, she brought us up as being tough and just God will fix everything. I mean, that's the way she looked at life. Right. And You know, and she would say, well, it's in God's hands. You know, nothing you can do if you had a bad day. And that's the way she believed, and she pressed on. And I said, Mom, you know, at one point um, she had an insurance policy that would get her, you know, in a nursing home if she wanted to be there, home health care. And she goes, I want to stay in my house. And I had told my dad I would do everything possible to honor her wishes, and I did. And and we were fortunate. She was a member of the church, and the church people came, and, and they took care of her. But you don't always see that in today's fast-paced world that we live in you know about do you know your neighbors I mean would you go over there and borrow you know a cup of sugar from them you know or flour (laughs) or you know back when when we grew up though you did you knew your neighbors you knew whose porch light was on whose kids were out you know and and my mom kind of still lived in that world where the, the church people would come. Now, a couple times, she wasn't supposed to drive, but if she couldn't get a ride to church, <laughs> she'd get in that car and drive. My dad would, too. And he would, <laughs> and of course. I mean, and because my mom, uh, I took her to the doctor when I was up there one time, and, and he said, no, Miss Baker, you're not driving, are you? And she goes, she looked at him, she goes, what are you talking about? She says, were you still driving? She goes, are you going to take my driver's license? She said, because you take my license, you take my life. And he looked at me, I go, well, I ain't taking it. (laughs) And and, and, and he said, I ain't taking it either. So, we know, we told mom, look, don't drive, you know, please, unless you feel you have to. And if she felt she had to, she still would. But those decisions that you start making about your family, and, and it's not even that they're elderly. I mean, people have all kinds of situations where they're taking care of their kids and their loved ones. And, you know, sometimes we take for granted how good we do have it when life's going on. And, and it's it's a tough decision to make and and you were very fortunate to bring him down here and and just the memories, the stories. I mean, I, I have never laughed so hard at some of the things you're telling, because when you first got him here, you were you were a little bit on edge about what he was gonna do. Yeah. Now,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to find him out on a mockley road walking down the street or going across the store, you know, in the middle of the day. Oh. Well, there's a nurse home watching him, but I don't know where the nurse is, you know. It's like you know, so it, it is nerve wracking, you know, the first I guess it's like when you first bring your child home from the hospital after oh, you have it, and you're, like, yeah. so worried. You go in and check every five minutes. Sure. So I, I, I got my whole house rigged up. Like, if he moves out of his, you know, door, the, the alarm goes off, the front door goes off. I mean, I got it set up, and he kind of knew, but he didn't really know, so uh-huh. that was a good thing because I didn't want him to try to find a way around it. You now that he want
1: to drive the car oh, when he got there?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's the first thing he wanted to do. He wanted uh-huh. to drive. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not going with him. You go with him. I told my brother, I said, you go with him. I'm not driving with him. Oh,
1: I don't <laughs> went with him. I should have went. I don't went with him. We'd have been flying down by the Kanduskag River. We'd have been getting it. Uh, no, because here's the problem,
0: Mark. When he starts driving, he thinks everybody's driving too fast. Well, he's driving 26 miles an hour on a 70-mile-an-hour <laughs> street. That's a problem. <laughs> you know, God bless him. Oh. But he thinks, like, everybody's driving too fast. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> the guy's doing 45 and a 50. You know, and he loved driving up. I got the RV. He'd sit up front. he Oh, he yeah. thought he's a truck driver going yeah. up there, you know. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, you should have got him a CB radio." Yeah, I should have got him that good old. What's your handle, good yeah. buddy? <laughs> no, we had a great time, and uh, you know, I, you know, we're gonna kind of go on, uh, you know. But I really needed this this good podcast, and and, and you too oh, as well. Yeah. It's good, to- uh, you know. Try to, uh, and I appreciate you coming by because that was kind of one of the things, just kind of getting me over the hump to get this thing going. Obviously, two three nine uncensored is. Is a kind of a fun thing, yeah. but we kind of wanted to bring a little bit to it and kind of explain why it's been a, a, a few days since I've been on. So yeah, it's been a little while we've and been on. Time. Yeah, so. we got a lot of good things coming up. Um, we're actually building a new studio up in North Naples. Sweet. It's going to be nice. It's going to be a training facility as well. So we're going to have um, webcasting, podcasting. It's going to be available, you know, for the public to u- utilize. Um, real estate folks, yeah. my folks in my brokerage, Florida Pro Realty. Um, you know, a lot of good things. Also, I, I promised a, a friend, Jeff Morse. He's sure. he's fantastic. Um, they've got the uh, 2020 ride. It's going to be, um, you know, it's a brotherhood ride. It's great. It's for uh, 25 fallen heroes from Florida who died in the line of duty in 2019. Um, it's going to be a ride throughout the state. It's going to cover... I think you got. Yeah, it's
1: going to cover 500 miles. It's going to start October first in Fort Myers and finish up in Live Oak on the seventh. It's bicycles. It's not. When you say ride, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, cool. Well, let me get on the trike or you know Harley and let's ride. I don't know these these. These men and women uh, are dedicating this ride. They've been riding bicycles for a long time. And and you think about 25 fallen heroes from Florida, but not only from Florida, from all over the United States that walked out of their door and didn't walk back in. And, I mean, we're talking about elderly parents. And, you know, these are 25 fallen heroes who had family, sons, daughters, mothers, brothers, um, young kids. And it just, uh, you know, it can really tug on your heartstrings that this group has been doing this ride for quite a while. I heard Jeff on the on the radio, and uh, it's a good thing. That they yeah, that.
0: Jeff, Jeff's the founder, and it all started, right. you know, back when uh, they lost some uh, firefighters right. up north, and he started the ride, and it was intended to be a one shot deal, and he's done this on an annual basis. Just a fantastic ride. We're going to put a little bit up on the on if you want to donate. Yeah, what, put can, the people, link what on.
1: can people do to get involved?
0: Yeah, if you want to get involved, involved, this is a, a definitely where you need to go. It's it's www.brotherhoodride.com, and if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a donation link, or actually up on the top header, just a donation. Um, we were able at two three nine uncensored. We were able to give a little bit to right. you know help out. We were actually going to go set up there, but um, our schedule got a little bit messed up because I was thinking it was on a Saturday, and it turns out it's on a Thursday. Thursday. Um, and just the timing wasn't wasn't right, but I promised Jeff that I owed him one. We'll be there for next year, and then anything else they have in the future, we'll definitely be there, and, and I'm sure you'll go with me oh, absolutely. as well. We'll set up the 239's tent. We got a big tent that we yeah. have out there. and. You know, we do a little bit of semi-live stuff, and it'll be good.
1: Now, I wish we could do that this year. It just fell when we weren't really. You know, with everything's been going on, I didn't. I was like you. I didn't know it was on a Thursday. And, but if you can get up there, go to their website, check them out. You know, give them a donation and uh, see them off because it, it's it's a good cause for one thing. And. That's a determination, dedication. These men and women, they take their vacation time, Tim. Their agencies don't. (laughs) Yeah, they do. This is nothing taxpayer-funded. I mean, these men and women do this because they are committed, they're dedicated to this cause, and they want to honor the fallen brothers and sisters of fire service, public service, law enforcement service. And uh, it is really a good thing they do.
0: Yeah, and and this
1: year they're doing 500 miles, which is a lot. But they've done all the way
0: up to oh, yeah. you know, 1,600 1, miles is crazy what they do. Yep. And again, they're it's it's fallen heroes. So it's firemen, EMS, right. uh, police officers all together. We always give the firemen, you know, a lot of shit. Oh, of course they do, <laughs> so, and they give it back.
1: They do, they do. <laughs> but <laughs> they, it's all they good. think we're jealous, and we are, we are, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doubt. No. But uh, again, thank you for listening to into this podcast. It's uh, you know. 239 Uncensored. We're having a good time. We're going to, you know, bring it back with you. We got things all week long. Uh, I know I'll have you on again back in the studio uh, for the end of the week. And, uh, you know, we just appreciate you listening in and, you know, we'll have a little bit of upbeat stuff going for you.
1: Well, we dialed it down, but we wanted wanted you guys to know out there, you know, take time to to tell your loved ones you love them and uh, take care of each other because that's what it's about, especially in this day and age. I mean, it's just it's. It's really tragic what's going on, and there's no brotherly love—not to use the term brotherly love—but there's no just th- no love out there anymore for people. And yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like unconscionable the way we treat our fellow man, and we wouldn't want our family treated like that. So I don't know why we treat others like that. You know, it's the old golden rule. You know, yeah.
0: take care of each other. Thank you for <laughs> listening to us so two three nine uncensored. And you know what? We are out of here. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google podcast. Don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production.